Welcome to the Brazilian Zook No Cap Podcast with your hosts, Archie, Ifosa, Jesse, Amber, and Jamie L, where we discuss all things Brazilian Zook, honestly and from our perspective collectively and personally. So go ahead and grab you something to drink, grab you something to eat, turn this up, and let's hop into this next episode. Hello, hello, uh, young queen, young queen. Posing like she on a magazine, okay. Like none that I've ever seen, uh huh. Sweeter than a tangerine, so sweet. Reality or fantasy, ah. Or should I say your majesty? Should I say, would you care to dance with me happily? Okay, she lights me up with gasoline. Don't worry about them, cause it's all about me and you. Nah, I ain't worried about them, cause it's all about me and my left, your left, my chest to yours. I'm fresh, but your dress is incredible. You are unforgettable. You are dancing, she moves like water. Water, water. I love how she moves like water. Water. Cause she got this drip about her. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Brazilian Zook No Cab Podcast. My name is Jesse, your favorite Kiz Bay. Today with us, we have Archie. Yo, yo. Ifosa. You. And Amber. She's with us in spirit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So today's topic... okay. Sorry, my phone was on mute. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic is dance floor etiquette, and when we approach this topic, I think we're kind of going to be all encompassing about like approaching people, treating people on the dance floor, all of the jam, how you interact with somebody from the second you step into the festival ballroom social, all the way up until you leave. Let's talk about it. I'm ready to Let's talk, talk today. About it. Let's talk about it. Let's thoughts. talk about it. Hit us with your thoughts, folks. I'm gonna wait because we can't. <laughs> we can't just rush into. We can't rush into the good things. So I'm gonna let y'all cook first. And then- okay, <laughs> I, I'll start off with a question. Yeah, I'll start off with a question. What do you think is a good couple of things to do previously before getting to the dance floor? Shower. Encompass. Brush dance floor etiquette Shower, that are in, encompassed into dance floor etiquette. Don't eat onions. Um, no garlic. You, you need to wash your body and ass and your legs. Listen, because I've seen people at dance events were like, "Oh, I don't have a." Well, no, they're just they don't have a room and they just laying in the lobby, and I know they ain't took no shower. Ew. Yeah, I saw it at Interfusion. Like, Mm-mm. people just laying around who don't have a room. Wait a second. They flew in and they just don't have a room? I don't know if they flew in or what, but they did not have a room at the event. And they were, like, laying out on the floor or the benches at a hotel. You have friends. Use your friends. Back wait, 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 wait. Ask wait, them. Wait. Ain't the, no- whole, the whole night? Like, the whole day? Like, every day they just, they just living in the lobby? Yeah. I mean, There's people that do that. They go to festivals and they just rely on their rooms let or their friends letting them into their rooms for a couple hours to like shower. <laughs> and they just don't have a room for the weekend. 
Bro, this is. I know this is not what we're talking about this episode. <laughs> you do you understand you're addicted in an unhealthy way? That's an unhealthy addiction. Whenever you are homeless for dance, bro, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so bad. That is that so sounds wild. That is unhealthy. Whenever you fly to a place and you're like, are you eating? You're like, listen, I got enough to get me there and to get me into the party. Everything else, we're going to see. So you, bro, you just in, man, I don't understand. That's, that's to me, it's, you can tell it's an unhealthy addiction too. Okay. Another thing, I was going to say another thing before you come, do not get overly wasted. Like don't overly drink. Don't overly smoke. Be coherent when you come to the dance floor. Like I know a lot of us suffer with social anxiety or we like to pregame or whatever else, but like it is such bad dance floor etiquette to be sloppy when you're dancing with somebody else. Sloppy drunk. Don't be sloppy sloppy drunk. drunk. Sloppy high. Sloppy whatever. Don't be white girl wasted. Yes. I'll say another thing. It's to just check check your body and your mentals. See if you're in the right state of mind or whatever. Not just like, I'm not talking about drugs, but just like see how your body's feeling before you even attempt to go to the social. If you're feeling sick, injured, or like mentally you just got a lot of things going on, maybe that's not time to go out. Or maybe if you do go out, you know, go so with caution and be graceful to yourself. But like, just be, just do your mental and physical checks, and see. Like, no, you shouldn't go injured or sh- like depressed, angry, or whatever. I also want to add on to that. Like, set your intentions for the night. I feel like a lot of people leave dance festivals so disappointed because they have these intentions that they have no control over. Like, my intention for the night is to dance with all the artists, but it's like that's not something you have control over. Sometimes artists don't even come down to the social floor or you don't, or they're there for such a short period of time that you're not going to get that dance and you're going to leave so disappointed and you just spent thousands of dollars to have a disappointing night. So set like a realistic expectation for yourself of like, I want to dance the best that I can dance or I want to like fill my time. I want my time to be fulfilling. So if I'm not social dancing, then I'm going to, you know, go hang out and talk to people that I really like. Or I'm going to work on my Virginia all night. Like set a realistic goal for yourself. And I guarantee you that your social dancing and your festival experiences will completely change for the better. Be the best, the best basic bitch that you can be. <laughs> that's it. That, that's, that's my goal every night. Be the best basic bitch that I can be. That's it. And and in that way, you will never disappoint yourself. And obviously, you don't care if you're going to disappoint anyone because it's not about that. <clears throat> gotcha. So <laughs> we got our minds straight. <laughs> we got our, we brushed our teeth. We done washed our body, put on deodorant, and got on clean clothes. Can I say something? Go ahead. Also, I just love when I come to dance with a guy and he just smells good. So cologne is important for me. I love that. That's part of the experience. So give some a nice cologne. Man, let me tell you something on yes. that note. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because whenever you get older, you found what smell works for you. Because yeah. I've I find myself asking older men, like 40 <laughs> and up, 
way more what they're wearing than I do anybody young. Like, yeah. old dudes be smelling <laughs> freaking good, well, bro. Fact. And I'm like, dog, what are you wearing? And I think that it's, it's, it's probably because as you get older, like I said, everybody's body reacts differently to certain smells depending on your body, you know? So mm-hmm. as you get older, you figured you figured out what works for you. But man, I remember I was in the airport. That's how I found... I wear like there's a couple colognes that I wear, but that's how I found one of them because I was in the airport and this dude was boarding in front of me and I smelled him as I, I didn't like smell him, smell him, but you know the smell. <laughs> came Archie up in somebody's hair. I'm like in his <laughs> back of his neck, smelling yeah. his neck. I didn't smell him, smell him. The smell just hit my nose, and so um I was like, man, we'll what are you wearing, too. bro? You smell good. He was like, man, I appreciate it. And he told me what he was wearing. And I was like, bro, old dudes be smelling so good, bro. That's and fun. then I was, I was, I'm always, I can't wait to get old, but I was like, bro, I'm going to be that good old smelling dude whenever I get older, man. Cute. So yeah, I concur. I concur with that. So you're, you're, you're smelling good. You're walking down. Now you're walking to the floor and now the etiquette goes from just being simply you to now being Girl. you and everyone else mm-hmm. so i guess we can break it down and talk about like etiquette when it comes to other people in the room when it comes to the person that you're that you're getting ready to ask to dance the person that you're dancing with the dj that's playing like all that stuff we can kind of break it down different in different ways so what do you do with that so first of all take off your sunglasses it's a very personal irritation i have that if you are coming onto the dance floor with sunglasses immediately i'm saying no to you hey no sunglasses for jesse you heard it from her none sorry go ahead fosa yeah no it's um even before i before or sometimes during the during your moment there especially if you're at a venue where it's like a, a bar or a restaurant please buy something i think that's super important to help keep the space up in new york we have this social it's at so lost it's at bar and everything. So even if you're not too keen on drinking alcohol or whatever, but you could buy a soda or, or you could get, buy a water or whatever, something. Yeah. A lot of people belittle that because they don't understand that a lot of these places, people will love going to a place, not support the place, but then be upset whenever the place shuts down. Yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Maybe we should clarify what free events are. So if you are going to an event and they are not covering or they're not charging you a cover charge, it doesn't mean that they're renting the space for free. Like somehow the owner of the restaurant is getting something out of it. And so if there's no cover charge, what the owner is getting out of that is a bar tab. And usually the person hosting event has to make a minimum bar tab of like anything from 1K and up. So when you're not buying those bottles of water, those sodas, those appetizers, the drinks, whatever else, that means that the person throwing the event has to cover that bar tab, whatever is not made. So that's why events get canceled. And that's why people ask you to buy stuff if there's no cover charge. For sure. It was the same thing here whenever we had uh, our Kizumba Brotherhood nights on Monday. We had Monday Kizumba every Monday. And then also we had Salsa uh, every Wednesday that we hosted. And it was in this super dope restaurant where he just let us use it. But we ate like that was dinner. Monday and Wednesday dinner was at this spot. Everybody came and we ate dinner there. All the people that were there eating food there and it helped out the spot a lot, which made it be which made us be able to do that place for a long time. We went on for like a couple of years. So but yeah, I concur. <clears throat> I would say the next thing after that is place 
like get yourself ready, you know, take, put your dance shoes on, place your stuff out of the way where it's not going to be interfering with the actual dancer dancing. Mm -hmm. And then after that, place yourself according to what kind of night you have. Okay. There's always a whole bunch of different places in the dance space, right? The place where people are sitting and socializing and talking. There's a place near the DJ booth where maybe you're vibing. You're not really interested in dancing right now. Maybe you're warming up. And then there's the place where it's like, I'm resting. And then there's a place where it's like, I'm ready to be asked to dance, right? It's not officially marked spaces, but I think it's kind of clear where those spaces are. Yeah. So if you would like to dance, do not put yourself where people are socializing, I feel like a lot of people set themselves up for failure in that way where they're like, well, I didn't get asked to dance all night. And it's like, did you put yourself in a place where people would know to ask you to dance? Yes. Or if you're being overrun with people asking you to dance, like don't be next to the dance floor. Go find yourself somewhere else further away to let people know you're not willing to dance. You know, bathroom is a good hiding spot. Did you say the bathroom? <laughs> yep. No, I agree with that because I was <laughs> going to say that because a lot of times people will be like, oh, man, nobody asked me to dance. And I know that that can be a problem at some level. But whenever people are like, nobody asked me to dance or I didn't get asked to dance at all. And then I'll ask them where they were. And they were if, it, if it's at a, a festival where there's like two sets of chairs and then a wall and they're like in the back wall behind the chairs or they're like sitting down or whatnot in like the second row or something like that. I don't know. Maybe people see that and they're like, oh, this person's not trying to dance. Don't get me wrong. I think some people just don't ask certain people to dance. But uh, also, I do think that putting your place in that position is is good. When it comes to how you approach somebody, though, how we do that. I'll say I was just in. Oh, it was Amber. Go ahead, Amber. Amber, stay muted. OK, this is this is a pet peeve of mine. Mm. I hate when it's like a row of women and a guy comes over. And he just like sticks his hand out and like goes woman to woman, like, who are you asking? Like, choose one. Like, we just gonna look at you, like, who are you asking? So, yeah, guys, if that happens, go to one lady and ask her, don't just stick your hand out. Like, we're supposed to come to you. And here's the deal. You have to be willing to take the L and abort mission. And what I mean by that is, is leave the premises. If you ask, you you choose. If there's five women right there, and let's just say you don't know none of them. If you know them, it's different. If it's five women right there and you don't know any of them, actually, if I'm honest, no, if you know them, it's different. It's a little different. If there's five women right there and you ask one of them to dance and she tells you no, walk away. Do not then look at the woman next to her yeah. and say, you want to dance with that little side face that you make? <laughs> like, well, what about you? Like, because then she's going to feel it's going to be awkward. She's going to feel a certain type of way and it's going to be weird. Abort. It's the best way to do it. Turn, walk away, regroup yourself, come up with a better plan, maybe trying to approach somebody else and then go back out again, pat yourself on the butt, Keep it moving. But don't go down lie. the line. Just don't go down the line because what's going to happen is she's going to look at you like, uh, and then what you going to do? Keep you moving your head down the line even more? Be like, well, what about you? I, I, I have definitely done that before. <laughs> Bro, I have not... definitely done that. I've gone down the line before. Hey. Just abort, bro. Abort yeah. mission and 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 gather your gather yourself, count your <laughs> losses, and keep it moving because it's yeah. just not it's not good look. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I I would say 
that when you're approaching someone, it's obviously, I mean, I think that different situations are different, but I think that when you're approaching someone, for the most part, as, as a default, especially if it's somebody you don't know, because would y'all agree that approaching somebody you don't know versus approaching somebody you do know is different? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's very different. I could, if I wanted to dance with Jesse, and I don't think I've ever done this, but I, I think that if I did do this, it wouldn't be weird. But if she was sitting down and the song came on, I was like, oh my gosh, I could walk up to her, grab her hand and pull her on the dance floor. Yeah. And it would be cool because yeah. we know each other. I'm not going to do that to some random woman that I don't know. You know, yeah. I'm not going to do that to somebody I just met. And so I think that situations are different uh, depending on the person. So as a default, especially if it's somebody that you don't know like that, don't just walk out and stick your hand like Amber said, like walk oh, up, my God. ask, hey, would you like to dance? And you ain't even, you ain't got to go freaking, what's that Netflix show, The, the Crown? You ain't got to go all formal The Crown. Excuse me, madame, would you care for a dance? Like you ain't got to go all that extra, but like ask, <laughs> don't assume that somebody wants to dance with you. On yeah. top of that, and boy, we talked about this in our last brotherhood podcast and i was on fire that was the intro of archie i don't freaking care about nobody's feelings <laughs> that was the intro so i'm sitting having a conversation with somebody right mm -hmm. i'm talking we are off the dance floor in the ballroom in chairs next to the dj booth but like far enough off the dance floor that we're not in the vicinity of like oh yeah we really are trying to dance we're trying to have a conversation and i'm talking this is a well-known dancer instructor this person walks up to her and sticks his hands out in the middle of our conversation super pet peeve of mine yeah and she's like hey we're having a conversation okay cool he walks away two songs go by he comes back again and wow. asks her again to dance. And I'm like, bro, we're having a conversation, no man. Like, we're having a conversation. If you see two people, and you can tell, you can tell if it's like small talk conversation or if it's mm. like real conversation. Yeah. If they are turned yeah. and like looking at each other, like they're having a conversation. And some people will be like, well, they need to go out of the ballroom. No, nigga, you just need to understand that they're having a conversation. <laughs> right. And if they're face to face looking at each other, there's so many times where I see somebody that I want to dance with and I can tell that they're like in a they're in like a, a conversation conversation. And yeah. maybe it's the beginning of it, which is why they haven't walked out of the ballroom. Um, but if you see that, like, don't don't go up and interrupt the conversation because of your need to dance, you know. Yeah. But if they are in a position where it looks like they are just having small talk and they are accepting dance invitations, I guess you could say, then walk up. Excuse me. Would you like to dance? Yes. Cool. Let's go dance. I also feel like the way that you ask somebody sets the intention and tone for how the rest of the dance is going to go. Like 100%. 100%. I have already like there's some people that feel like it's okay to grab and drag <laughs> to Ooh, the dance I floor. Hate that shit. It, well, it's so bad. And I'm a small person, so I have a hard time fighting it. Um, I just kind of go with it for safety. But 
if you grab and drag me to the dance floor, I'm going to one song you. I might even let the song finish. Like, I'm going to give you a pat on the back and go because now I'm assuming the rest of the dance is now going to be this. Maybe you don't see me as a person. You're objectifying me and you're not going to have the kind of care that I would like in a dance. So when you approach somebody to dance, like you're setting the tone. So come with some sort of respectful energy and actually invite them to dance, you know? Why do you think... I mean, I know everything. That's not just men either. Women. Oh yeah. No, women do it too. Women do it too. I know it ties. Oh man, there's women that get upset. Oh yeah. Upset whenever if 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 you don't stop your conversation or something to go dance. Stop DJing. I know every. I know. I know how people act and dance is tied to how they act in real life. Yeah. So I know that that kind of answers the question even before I ask it. But like, why? Why do you? think people you would think common sense when people would be like oh i'm not just gonna drag this person to the dance floor like i guess because <laughs> we have common sense and we discuss this kind of stuff like i don't like what causes that i think is because you were asking a question yeah yeah I, i'm asking a question and, and part of me like i said I, I understand how people act in the dance scene is a mirror reflection of how people act in real life mm-hmm but it's still weird because in your head you're like they have to know and they just don't care like my brain doesn't think they don't know my brain is thinking they have to know so if they know they just don't care you know i think that some people are so focused on their own experience and their own intentions in that moment that they don't know what that feels like you know, mm. if you've never experienced what it feels like to have your autonomy taken and to be dragged into something, not that this person is checked in to see how your body's doing. Like, usually if I'm resting, there's like a reason for it, right? Like my body hurts. I'm a major introvert and I have trouble with social anxiety at socials just because it's so much stimulation at once. And when I'm in my real life, I don't have this much stimulation, right? So I will take a lot of breaks just because I need to keep my own anxiety at a certain kind of level, right? So if you see me standing on the side, sometimes I'm regulating, you know, getting my my system back online or somebody's having an emotional moment. You just don't know what that person is going through in the moment. So to take it upon yourself to decide that it is time for them to dance and that they're going to dance with you right now to this music, that is just so rude. And it's so jarring to the person on the other side of it, you know? Yeah, no, I agree for sure. It's so crazy. So uh, establishing that how you approach somebody whenever it comes to asking them for a dance is super, super important and going about it in a respectful way. Because and you're take literally... the no. Take the L. Sorry to interrupt. But be able to take the L. Like if somebody tells you no, they don't really owe you an explanation for why. That's, that's what I was going to say. I think people yes. might do it because they're afraid to be told no. Yeah. You know, but if you're told no, then that's okay. Take the no and keep it moving, you know. And that's another question whenever it comes to dance floor etiquette is how to, even though it shouldn't even, it shouldn't even be a question or a topic, but how to how to gracefully be able to accept a no accept it you know i think people take it so personal like it's about me it's my skill level it's like something 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 but 90% of the time it's just like it's just a no you know maybe i'm waiting for somebody else maybe i do want to dance with somebody else like maybe it's like i want to dance with an intermediate person but it like it doesn't have anything to do with you as a person you know what i mean take mm-hmm. it for it's a no right now. I'm sure this person does not hate you and walk away. Like, 
go find the next person. Sometimes is it a no based off of their level? Sometimes it's based off their level. Like there are moments where we don't like to talk about it. And I feel like we over like we do the whole like you were a beginner once. So you know how it feels, but they don't discount like how the more high level person might feel like it can feel fatiguing to have to dance at a certain level when you're when you know you're capable of more and you would like to explore that for yourself. So sometimes I like to recharge with a higher level dance. And I feel like it's looked upon as selfish, but I think it's necessary for a lot of people. Mm. So you think it, it would hurt somebody's feelings if you're sitting down this all under the guise that anybody has to tell any, has the right to tell anybody no whenever they want to, for whatever reason they want to period at any but point in the at, dance, at any point in the dance or the night period, that's just mm. made clear. Mm. I can tell you no, just because I want to. And I don't exactly need, I don't owe you an explanation with that in mind. If a person asks you to dance and you tell them no, and then two minutes later or 30 seconds later, somebody else asks them to dance. That's a higher level. And they tell them, yes, that oh. you think that affects the person's mind or it, their it, confidence. It, it shouldn't. But yes, it shouldn't affect a person's mind. Because like, look, you're able to say you could say no to one person and you could say yes to another person. And whoever received the no should be able to take it as I, right, whatever, da, 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 and move on. Go find, there'll be other people in the dance, but um, when the scene, people, you'll see on threads, hey, this, per this person is terrible because they said yes to somebody else and not me. I'm like, but this isn't about you. Yeah. You are just one person in the dance. There are other individuals you go have a great time with. But to be honest, if people focus more on having a great times with themselves first, rather than ha allowing it or focusing on having their partner be the reason or the conduit for their enjoyment, there there will be less issues around all this, who you ask and et cetera. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a nuance to it because a lot of people, you know, as a community builder, you want for people that are newer to have a good experience. You don't want them mm -hmm. to feel excluded. You don't want it to feel like it's clicky. So, you know, obviously we encourage people, you know, socialize with everyone, dance with everyone. But I also feel like, and I think that's true. I stand by that. But I also feel like the dancing can be a little bit hypocritical sometimes because we talk so much about boundaries and stating your needs and whatever else. But then it comes time to the dance floor and there's this expectation that you don't really get to have boundaries. You don't really get to state your needs when it comes to saying no to dances. Like, I think we should be allowed to respect other people's opinions and boundaries and not expect an explanation or a rain check. Like, OK, well, I'll come find you in 10 minutes later. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I feel like that's why people don't know when to end dances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. If they listen oh, that's to the so music change, if they listen to the music change, you can end the dance whenever. I'm or sorry. You can just I can end the dance the one song. Y'all can get mad at me all day and night and in the evening. In the morning, too, if you want to. But whenever people say, I don't like the music mix because I don't know when to end my dances. Bro, I'm like, are we all grown here? Like, are we adults? I gave like five bullet points. <laughs> she gave like five bullet points and people go get mad. They got mad. I'm like, dog, what are you getting mad for? She gave you some reasons, some ways to be able to to see how to end dances if you don't know. Yep. That was that was that was funny. Yeah. I think I th I think that's true. I just think that a lot of people take stuff way too personal. And obviously for some people that's easier said than done because in this we're not talking about 
what we're saying doesn't mean that it's the easiest thing for everybody to do. We're mm-hmm. just saying that it's something that you probably should do. You know, it's mm-hmm. not easy. I don't care. As, for some people, it's just hard to hear no because yeah. it's a level of rejection. Yeah. At some level, it is. You know, that, that yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or good. It's just whenever you're, whenever it's no, it is a level of rejection. But you got to understand that it's not personal and you shouldn't take it personal. But it is hard for some people to feel rejection overall, you know, and I get it. So uh, also, whenever it comes to ending the dance, I don't know. It's like you, you, whenever, if the songs aren't mixed together, then you feel like the song gives you the ability to walk away from a dance without hurting somebody's feelings mm. because that person may have seen you dance in three songs with this other person and they only dance in one song with this person and then they're gonna have their feelings hurt if you in the song but it's like the song ended so bye it's not my fault <laughs> like nah, man like i think that though that plays a part i don't think that it's a good thing you know yeah what are some other etiquette things that y'all think are really important? So say you've asked them to dance. It was like a really respectful, you know, everyone's good with it. How you initiate the dance, like how your bodies fit together, I think is another important piece of it has to be a negotiation between the two of you. So whether you are the lead, the follow, man, woman, other, you don't get to just like glue your body to somebody else's. I feel like that's a check-in moment. And I feel like I've seen men do it. I've seen women do it. And I feel like women get away with it because men are less likely to say something. But you need to be respectful in how you approach somebody else's body. And just because they said yes to the dance does not mean that they say yes to just giving you entire like access to their whole body. You know what I mean? That's a whole other level of consent that you have to check in with once you get to the dance floor. So women, I'm looking at you because I've heard some horror stories right now and Mm. I feel like you are not called out enough. I think it's inappropriate, especially if you do not know this person or you have not had a conversation with them before getting onto the dance floor. It is inappropriate to touch somebody's neck It is inappropriate to grab in your lead's hair or touch their face. It is inappropriate for you to rub up and down their chest or waist. It is inappropriate to grind your coochie parts on top of people. Like I've heard stories (laughs) of people being like whispering. Yeah, like people, like girls will be like, oh yeah, you feel that? Like that kind of stuff. It's crazy to me. Don't do that. Like don't whisper in Ben's ear. Don't lick neck don't bite ears don't grab junk like don't grab somebody else no choking like this is crazy to me the list of things that you not you specifically but some people out there feel is appropriate don't do that i think that a lot of times people and this is i think where a part of etiquette comes in so like you said conversation if you if if that kind of stuff is happening outside of that don't do it but even more so I think if you're communicating properly in the dance and you are attentive of how the other person is receiving your dance vice and vice versa, certain things, I hate to even say this because I don't want to give people leeway to just feel like, oh, I felt it. This is what they wanted me to do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, you know, yeah. but yeah. I feel like certain things l- lend themselves to be more 
acceptable within this specific conversation of this dance with this person as you're dancing with them longer when you are hearing clearly how comfortable they are with you doing certain things. Does that make sense? So like the evolution of the dance over time will sometimes be an indicator of what's acceptable versus like from jump, first dance, first song. Exactly. Exactly. First, I'm just going to go straight in. Boom. Exactly. And I think that some people are just like, I'm just going to jump straight into this first dance. And the first thing is happening right off the bat is boom, we're doing this. Bow, you know? versus <laughs> you say what face, face rolling. rolling you know exactly like versus like understanding that your comfort level with a person is built up over time and over dance time you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying not mm-hmm. only just your comfort level but your level level are you actually good at doing these certain moves that require a certain thing you know what i'm saying yeah because let's be honest the whole like grabbing somebody's neck and rolling their their head a little bit or whatever that's not like everybody shouldn't be doing that you know what i'm saying and the people that are doing it if you're doing it you should have a fundamental basis on how to properly do it yeah yeah so If a person that you're dancing with can tell based off of your level, based off how you've been previously dancing, that you are able to do that, it might make them a little bit more comfortable whenever it comes to grabbing their neck. You know what I'm saying? And they have communicated that with their comfort level about how you are dancing versus you just being like, boom, 10 seconds into the dance and I grab your neck with my full hand and now I'm head rolling you. And by the neck, I don't mean front of the neck. I mean back of the neck. I'm not talking about front of the neck and that whole thing. Nowhere was I talking about choking front of the neck. The whole thing I was talking about back of the neck. So um, I feel like that's trust, right? Like any level of trust is built. There's not an inherent like, oh, I trust you. I'm going to dive in. Like it takes time to develop that level of like, uh, okay, I'm more comfortable now. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. And you can, once again, I'm very, I'm a very attentive person. I listen. I listen very clearly. At least I strive to. So I hate saying you can tell what a person's feeling because some people just can't. Yeah. Like yeah. in the same way that people are, don't really understand social cues yeah. and they're like socially awkward. Yeah. People are dance socially awkward a lot yeah. of time. So I can be like, if you listen, like you'll understand and you'll hear, but I'm like, but will you really? So that's why I hate even saying that as a universal thing. Well, I think sometimes also cultural differences come into play and it's like such minute things, but I do think it's important to talk about that levels of proxemics across different cultures are so different. You know, the way that I greet my Puerto Rican family is so different than the way I greet my American family because we're a lot more touchy huggy, it's a lot more acceptable to be that way with my Puerto Rican family than my U.S. family. Um, And so you get all these different, like a melting pot of cultures that come to dance that have different levels of like comfortable proxemics, like how close or how far you, you know, you would naturally be from somebody according to whether you're really familiar with them, whether you're slightly familiar with them or whether they're complete strangers to you, right? Like in the U.S., it might be like three feet for a stranger and in Puerto Rico, it might be like six inches. And so when you have people like coming into your space in a way that is like, 
you know, you, you as a person naturally are comfortable with it because that's what you've grown up and you're used to. Maybe this other culture is not as used to or comfortable with being that close or the other way around, you know, because somebody is in this space and they're this close to me and I associate this level of proxemics with like extreme intimacy, I'm just going to do all the things that I associate with extreme intimacy, like that's, grabbing their necks, grabbing that's their heads. true. You know, that's very true. Actually, it goes that's both ways. Very, that's very true. I never even thought about that. I would like to say people shouldn't compare the dances that they've seen with others to the dances that they're having mm. on the floor right now. Just because you see some behaviors that may have been and most likely will have been consented either prior to or during or afterwards in the dance. It does not give you the license to go ahead and try those behaviors in the dance that you're having now with this, with the person you're dancing with. The dance you are having now is a, a specific and individual dance in which consent is an ongoing thing. You, yeah. you just, you're not grabbing someone's neck because you saw your instructor grabs someone else's neck that they've been yeah. cool with, whoever. It doesn't, or you're not the person that, that your instructor danced with and or whatever your friend danced with and they grab their neck. It doesn't mean that you can go dance with that person and grab their neck. I like will say you... for myself, I have like extreme, I was previously stated, I have extreme social anxiety, um, which is ironic as I am a teacher. And I'm only saying this because I didn't have names to put to this stuff before somebody else said it. You know what I mean? So I just want to put out there in case you are somebody who is struggling and you're not sure what to put to it. This might be it. But I have social anxiety and it includes touch, even though touch is like one of my physical love languages. Right. So it takes me a while to build up trust with somebody. And so when I'm starting off, like I want to start at a distance so I can build the trust with you and feel more comfortable. But if you start off immediately in my space, I feel like I have to defend myself against you. Like I automatically feel so uncomfortable, whereas I've been in the dance scene for 10 years and not everyone knows that because not everyone's been around that long. Not everyone's seen me around, you know? And so there are people that you wouldn't even know, like Archie, you wouldn't have known I've known him for eight years or whatever else. And so if you see me dancing with somebody a certain kind of way, know that time off the dance floor, time in festivals has led to a relationship that allows for that. And you have to assume that you and I are building a relationship from square one. You know, it's not right. acceptable mm. to compare two different things, two different relationships. And in yeah. regards to proximity, I I usually say this, whoever ha whoever requires the more boundaries or the more space, it should be allowed in that dance for them to determine where the thing is. Leads do not go rushing in to, to necessarily hug up on your partners and followers do not go rushing in to hug up on your partners either. So I think both of y'all could start at neutral, close embrace distance, and then decide where that will go as you all are comfortable with each other. But sometimes, yeah, maybe it is the mushing and whatever, but that's not always the case. So rather than doing that, just start at a neutral distance and then allow it to happen. But sometimes it won't happen and be okay with that and respect that because that's someone's boundaries and that is where the dance, whether that's someone's or that's yours, that's okay. You are allowed to stay and act upon your boundaries. Do you feel like people rush into dances with impatience like that? 100%. Do you think that but, but do you think that when they do that, it automatically gives off the fact that their desire is something different? Maybe a little uh, more than dance. Maybe that doesn't necessarily mean like bedroom. Uh, or maybe that doesn't necessarily mean something else. But it's like 
why are you trying to like rub up on me so quickly? Like, are you really trying to dance? Or are you really trying to do it, something else? It, like intimacy? It, yeah, yeah, it may be more so trying to feel or gather intimacy or experience it in the dance. And it may have nothing to do with the individual that they're dancing with. It's just the mm -hmm. experience of going through that intimacy, the experience of being touched and touching someone and then feeling it. And all that they stuff, force, all that good they stuff. Want force, they want to force intimacy with as, that person. As we've talked, the the oxytocin, oxytocin, oxytocin chasers, yes. So, uh -huh. so this is no cap, right? Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have had, I have heard in a group chat. This is in the kids on the scene. Hey, go dance booyard with so and so because I felt his. He's big and he got a big dick. <gasps> wow. Let me know what you think. Wow. <laughs> so I'm telling y'all, bro, these yeah. girls out here be wilding. Yo, man. what y'all be doing? <laughs> Come on, bro. Yo, yo y'all just be on some different shit. Like it first of all, men tuck left. <laughs> just as a side note, tuck left. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, definitely. But damn, <laughs> what y'all be doing? Like no, no, no. It's to go tell me what you think. Yeah, go <laughs> now you turn this guy into community penis. A, a, a show a show and tell. A show and tell. A show and tell? <laughs> Basically, like damn. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. What you're wearing really matters. Like what you're wearing? Oh yeah, yeah. What the yeah, what like what as as a person like like one don't be free balling, but also like wear something that's has more compression on it, and then also if you're wearing sweats, I, I would like, and you're one of those who tend to get aroused very easily. I would advise you probably wear jeans instead, so that adds even more compression to you. Do girls? So outside of the girls in the group chat, Amber, you about to say something or I'm ask a question? Outside of the girls in the group chat that are like, yeah, go dance with this dude so you can fill up on him and show and tell, blah blah blah. For most girls, in your opinion, do you think that a guy feeling the guy because you we you can say like maneuver yourself in closed position a certain way? Girls can feel stuff, bro. They feel it. They feel it. They can and feel so the dance has been like it's awkward now. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, they feel it. And so with that, uh, do you think that most girls are like weirded out or like kind of like turned off if they feel it or or what? As in, I don't think it's weird. As in, it's flaccid? You, I don't think to, it's or? weird. Sometimes, sometimes you can feel when it's um, flaccid or hard. But if he starts like thrusting forward, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm out. So yeah. like, if it just happens and everything's just normal, I mean, it's fine. But yeah, don't like take it up a notch. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I get a lot of questions from women on how to do defensive dancing because I think it depends on the intention behind it. Like if mm. you have, if you get a boner, like, okay, like it happens. Like women get turned on too. It just doesn't show physically outwardly, right? But if you are attempting to rub and grind yourself on top of me, then it becomes uncomfortable. You know, right. then I don't want to. And so 
I would like to say to any follows dancing that are uncomfortable, or if you are any sort of dance position where you are getting grinded on or you're you're being touched in a way that's uncomfortable, you don't have to have an excuse to walk away. You know, like people ask me how to get out of dances all the time. And it's like if you if you're opening and you're saying, I would not like to dance with you this way and you're not getting the results that you want, leave. Walk off the floor. Like this goes for men too. Like if you're being touched in a way that feels uncomfortable for you, you can say thank you. Goodbye. You know, it's up to you on how you if you want to explain further or whatever else, but you don't have to stay there and take that and accept that. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. And then that also leads to another little subtopic because it happens sometimes where if you're dancing with a follow, specifically a female follow, and you accidentally grace something in her upper half. Yeah. You know, because I've seen and I've heard stories about that happening too. And it's an accident. You know, you uh what, what's a move? I don't know, a move where you hit like a certain move and then the arm just graces across the front, you know? Like any uh, turn or something like that. Any turn. Yeah, anything like that. I can't speak for the how the females or how the I'm sorry, how the ladies feel. But, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Didn't mean to do that. Maybe she'll be like, oh, it's okay. It happens. All good. Keep it moving with the dance. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? But what do y'all feel about that? I think it comes down to intention. I can tell when it's an accident and I can tell when you're doing it on purpose. You know, if it's an accident, like it totally happens. Like sometimes our arms, I have really long arms. And so it can be hard sometimes to keep them under control. Like I'm going to graze something accidentally. You know, Mm -hmm. you say sorry, you move on. It's over. But if it keeps happening... It feels uncomfortable. I can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. What about what about men? Because I feel like you have to. It must go the other way as well, where it women does. are brushing up against you in a way that's uncomfortable. Man, I've had times where my body has reacted a certain way and it's happened. And I call separation and she like will pull me closer. Yeah. Yep. I've had that happen before. I've had that too. I think that it's making clear what you want to do, you know, like making if, if 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 you're not into that or you don't want that, then you making that clear and being like and even if it's not verbal with your body, you know, going back into open position or yeah. like mm-hmm. getting into other moves that are naturally open position. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, especially in Brazilian zoo, kizomba too. Kizomba in kizomba, open position is just like creating a stronger form. But in Brazilian zoo, there's so many open position moves that we we would just stay moving around the floor in open position. <laughs> yeah, if shit, I you want, got, you got Wi-Fi. You could. You don't even gotta be touching. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. you can you can you can create straight salsa energy with how open you are with one another if you want to. Um, and so I think that a big part of it is that like the, I think a big thing men or women Mm -hmm. is don't feel like you have to do a certain thing. Like don't feel forced into anything, you know, Mm -hmm. especially, and I feel like I hear these stories a lot with newer people, with newer people who are new to the dance and they're dancing with somebody who's been dancing for a while, or they're dancing with somebody who is like an instructor or a teacher and it's like they feel because they're newer, like this is just how the dance goes. This is just mm. how it's supposed to go. Mm. Like, I'm just supposed to be in this position with this person, regardless to whatever, because this is just how the dance goes. I don't care if it is how the dance goes. If it makes you uncomfortable, then don't feel like you're forced and you have to do it. 
Amen. If, even if like the fundamental move is we are chest to chest, if that does not make you feel comfortable, screw the fundamental move and the mm -hmm. fundamental foundation. Like you don't have to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of new people need to hear that. So true. Because I've definitely heard stories of new people that have been like, well, this is just how I thought that that was just how the dance went. And this person's more experienced than me. So I just kept on going, you know? Like, honestly, it even could be part of the dance. But as, if you're feeling uncomfortable, then it doesn't have to be part of your dance. That part, that part, for sure. Okay, so we have gotten to the dance. We're dancing. Everyone's being respectful. No ear licking. And now the dance is over. Well, first of all, no, we'll leave that for another episode. But the dance is over. What is the etiquette for ending a dance? Uh, that's a great question, actually. I guess it depends on these person. I mean, like, sometimes you could take a person off to the side and say, and give them a seat. But sometimes you just leave them because, like, some people do not want to be taken off to the side because they want to keep going to the dances. I would say seventy five percent of the time, hug and peace we, out. We hug out on the floor right there, and then we go move exactly. on. Yeah. It's rare that I'll walk somebody off unless I'm in conversation and we're walking yeah. as we're talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, it's like. I appreciate the dance. I've had a couple times. I actually had this happen at Cherry Blossom the la uh, last couple weekends where I stopped to dance with somebody. It was such a good dance. Stopped to dance with somebody, told them bye. We were talking for a minute. Man, that was so good. Her, I know it was so good. Song still playing? Why not? Yo, let's just dance some more. Come on, let's <laughs> okay, let's dance some more. Yeah. And we picked it right back up and started dancing some more. So I just think that like, as long as you're respectful and both of you are on the same page, then it's 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 cool regardless, you know? Yeah. Let me tell a funny story. So this was in my I 20s. live for Amber's stories, bro. Yeah, <laughs> the best the best part of the segment. So I was in my twenties and I just went to like a regular club and they were just playing like twerk music. This is in like Miami or something. Anyway, I was twerking on this guy, we were dancing, and then I stopped. Like it was over, and then I gave him a hug. And I was like, "Ooh, this isn't the dance scene." And he looked at me kind of weird, like, "Why is she hugging me after working on me?" Oof. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> ending a dance in the dance scene, yeah, you can hug it out. Like I like when guys do like finishing moves, you know, like a little dip. Right, that could be a good way to show that the dance is over. Right. Yeah. I'll typically like spin them and then like I do like sometimes I like spin them and then as I spin them like their hands will connect to my hands and then like it'll be like this or whatever and then I like give like a soft oh, little bow or something. I don't know. That's always yeah, really I, cute. I do that, that sometimes. Fancy. I, I, I do the squeeze and the tap, the double tap on the shoulder. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So. <laughs> Ghost will dap it up and walk off. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna dap it. Low key though, that's I might a, like have, I might have low, actually. Low key, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're always like, I don't know how to end my dances, come up with a finishing move, bro. Like, like, and I'm not talking Mortal Kombat style. I'm talking about like a way that you end your dance. It's concrete, like they know that this is ending. But I guess part of that is also knowing how to listen to the music too, because if you know like a big beat is coming and you're like, dun dun, and then we stop on this beat. And then we just in the dance ends, you know? Wait, I've seen hold some on. clever finishing movements. I've seen, I've had guys that will like spin me around and sit me in a chair and just walk away. And that's just <laughs> how they finish their dance. And it's like, it's what? like so jarring because you're like, 
is it over? Like, are they coming back? And it's like, no, it's really over. But it's always hilarious. They left you wanting more, though. That's their, that's their, that's their mindset, though. They're like, they want more. Don't turn around. Just walk away. Don't turn around. They just around. walk away like around. smooth. It is fire. I'm like, that was real cute, though. <laughs> that's funny. I'm yeah. writing that down. There you go, fellas. Come up with a finishing move, man. And make Little it a unique twirl. finishing move for yourself. You Shit, know, I'm, I'll try out tonight. I'll, I'll twirl somebody, sit that down in the chair, and then walk away. Just walk off real smooth. See, see, see. You gotta I, be smooth though. Be. Don't like you got. If you get it wrong the first time, you're gonna look like a fool. You gotta get it right. <laughs> make sure the chair is open. Make sure there yeah. ain't nobody already sitting in the chair. Okay, you know, so don't I'm... hit nobody when you spin. Make sure, they land in the chair, make sure they well, land in the chair, please. So man, do... don't drop them on the floor. That'll be bad. He's yeah, gonna be no, like I, I've done dropping guy. Yeah, I uh, know. And then you Real. gotta like moonwalk off though. Like don't I got moonwalk confidently. Just I got moonwalk. Yeah, okay. Walk away confident. Don't look back. Don't don't don't, don't, don't say nothing. Okay. Just walk just walk away. <laughs> okay. No, All right. So the further follows in ending a dance, because that can be a little bit more complicated. Yeah, where's the, where's our finishing move? Y'all gonna give us a little twirl or something? You gonna spin us uh, around or what? It depends on what my experience was like. I like to, you know, I like to let people be know how I feel about the whole experience that we just had. If that's I did my not, move. you know what I'm saying? Like, if I did not enjoy that, you will most likely get like a uh, Christian you. side hug, pat on the shoulder, and a walk away. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was a time. Wow, that's gotta go. Funny. If I enjoyed it. I really, I'm a hugger. Like I love to hug and like say thank you. I might like elaborate and be like, yo, that was so fire. That was musical. That was, you know, something affirming because sometimes people can be really intimidated asking people to dance, especially if you're a teacher. So I like to let them know like, yo, that was actually really cool. And then I do actually sometimes for the most part, I like to be walked off the dance floor. It's oh. as a woman, it can sometimes be difficult, like having to fight against people's bodies moving towards you especially in zook sometimes people aren't always watching so being walked off is like it feels safe i arrived safely sometimes it's nice to be like you know as a teacher be like hey can you walk me to the door so i don't get asked to dance again or you oh. know just like a little a little hand it's very it's a little bit old school but i i really do enjoy it i think it's very chivalrous like school yeah, I like it. Like, take me by the hand. Like, when you're walking me on the dance floor, I think it's really cute when a guy will, like, offer their hand or, like, any person asking to lead me. Like, women will do this as well. Well, they'll, like, take my hand and walk me on to where we're going to be dancing. So having that For same sure. energy when you walk me off just feels really nice. It feels respected, respectable. You I'm trying to something. think of if there's anything. You say you're about to ask something? Yeah, like, a specific, usually what I would do, what I would do is a specific compliment about the dance or about them in particular um, mm -hmm. or like what something like oh i really love how you project your foot or i love how your arm movements flow or something like that it, something specific on the dance just to give them that because i really appreciate it and then that to me is like that's clear like yeah i'm done with this, this the dances i've enjoyed this moment i think you're dope let's move on or maybe that means we dance more. Who knows? Sometimes, because like RG said, you you might leave, you might end the dance, and you like talk a little bit, and then you're like, you know, fuck it, let's just keep dancing a little bit more. You know, sometimes oh, people, sometimes yeah, people are like so. You know, it's nice to meet different love languages, and I feel yeah. like dance is not always one of those places where you get affirmation that you're doing well. 
you know, like people don't always tell you and you don't know, and you're constantly growing and changing. So taking the time to personalize and say, hey, you know what, I really like this about your dancing can really make or break somebody's night. And I think that's such a underrated thing to gift to somebody. I guess since I don't smile too much, Let me say I, this. I have to give the specific compliment. Wait, what okay, happened? let me say this. I feel like it's rude after like after you dance, you got a girl already asking him to dance. Like, damn, can he fully end the dance first yet? Yeah, they already initiated embrace. That is improper dance etiquette, in my opinion, too. Do not bum rush people on the dance floor the second they get done dancing. Like to me, that falls into the same category of feeling one selfishness and some like like you have some sort of ownership over the person's body. Give them a second to end the dance that they're currently dancing. Give them a second to do whatever it is. You don't know what's going on. You have no idea what just happened with between these two people. They're having conversation. Maybe like they're exchanging information. You have no idea what's going on between these two people. Give them a good second without you breathing down their throat and breathing down their neck to do whatever they need to do to officially end <laughs> the dance. Because personally, I think approaching dances like this will help you to do this better the dance starts the second their hands touch and she or he has accepted the dance mm -hmm. and it ends after they have walked away you mm -hmm. are interrupting their dance still if they are in a conversation and you come up and butt in mm. you know, that's what i think i think the dance end is not over until they have walked away from one another so have patience Stop, yeah. stop like being so eager to jump in and make sure you're the next person to dance because whether you believe it or not, if you do that to me, it affects our dance. It's going to 100%. affect our dance. Oh, yeah. And then Same sometimes, here. sometimes, and I've done this many times, I will tell you, give me two minutes because I'm still, I'm still interacting with this person right here. Mm -hmm. And if you come up like that, so give them a second. Don't do that. That's bad. That's bad dance floor etiquette in Archie's opinion. And Can I'll, I also opinion too because she's the one that brought it up okay so Oposa kind of mentioned something that i feel like i forgot to bring up and that is stuff that happens while we're dancing that i feel like is so uncomfortable these are my on the dance floor aches number one intense eye contact if you are staring <laughs> at me <laughs> uh, so, yo, yo, it's, it's crazy you mentioned that some follows like love the whole eye contact per, like look into my soul. I you you don't like thing. it? You don't like it? Please don't. I mean, I'm I'm not too like if you're doing it if you're doing it the entire time, that's weird. But if like, it's like a glance every now and then, that's cool to me. A glance, I, I can't, yeah. I can't functionally like I can't do it because like I'm like twisting my head left and right to see if we're gonna bump into. People. You hit them with a spin, and their eyes are following you the whole time. Yeah, I can't like I'm go around. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to navigate the space, and sometimes we're in tight corners also. So I'm like watching who's behind me, who's to the side of us. Like, yeah, I can't let's look at you intensely like that. And that's we're not moving. But even then, if we're not moving, my eyes are closed. Bro, I'll speak about the guys. Some guys just look creepy when they make eye contact. It's gross. It's like yeah. predatory. Like they just yeah. up here having your own dance in your world and you open your eyes and they're just like on you. <laughs> Such a jump scare. Like <laughs> for those listening, so the, the face that Jesse just Jesse made just was made. Like, was the chucky, the chucky eyeballs. 
Pac enough is. No, that's that's true. Some people, yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. For me, like I said, throughout the entire dance, I no. But sprinkled in there every now and then, yeah. I do a move and like eye contact every now and then. It's cool. It's good to, to me. acknowledge your partner. Yeah, I got it. But don't, that's that's funny. Don't try to take uh, their soul by looking through the eyes. You're not gonna do it like that. Oh gosh. What other I'm trying to think of more because I know there's um, more. So I'm gonna put ear breathing along in that same category. Like yeah. do not breathe. Or hold a conversation. Like I'll be a song in and people were like, So what you been up to? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> holding a conversation is definitely a pet peeve of mine too do not try to have a full conversation with me on the dance floor yo i have definitely done that you've done that bro yeah we're like really good so much stuff right now bro yeah no we're really hold up not so much stuff come on we exaggerate (laughs) like we can go back and play this like for like really good friends like like really specific ones like you talk a little bit, like, hey, what's up? How's everything going? Da, 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 et cetera. And then we'll dance. But then also what makes it fun sometimes is like it's like leading something like a head movement thing and trying to see if they can still talk a little bit but or not. This is it's really interesting. I've done that before too. I like I have conversations. I have conversations. Like full on conversations. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also I've um I've done a full concert in the in the lead year. Yeah, I like to sing. So that's different <laughs> than having a full conversation because I, I, I like I, to I, sing I, too. I, 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 sing I will be a hundred percent singing. I'm in off your key ear, sometimes. You know what I'm saying? When the song's going on. Oh, Sam. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what language this is, but you gonna get these sounds. <laughs> I be humming. Yeah. It'd be a vibe whenever I'm dancing with somebody and I'm singing and they start singing right back to me. And then I'm, man, we in this thing now. We in this thing. I'm singing, you singing, we vibe and we just hit another level. Freaking Dragon Ball Z type Super Saiyan stuff. If I'm, <laughs> yeah. Whenever we both start singing. Okay, That's I've got real. another one more dance floor ache that I absolutely hate. And it's a little bit more ambiguous. But as a follow, if leads start trying to control my styling. Mm. So if you are grabbing my arms and we're no longer moving, all we're doing is standing in place. And this is how we're dancing. Like you're just moving my arms around in like a styling movement. I hate it. Or if you're moving like you're too, you're taking a whole song to move my hips. I hate it. If you take a whole song to like move my head, I like hate it. And I know it's a little bit different in Zook, but there's just moments where I feel like guys try to do both the follow and the lead part at the same time and take my voice away. And it's like, what am I even here for at this point? Like, I feel like I'm a mannequin being moved around. So leads like etiquette wise, like focus on the lead portion and allow me to add in the follow portion on my own, the way I feel like I want to do it. Can we talk about how close faces should be to one another whenever it comes to, I mean, I I asked a question and I know it's different Mm. for different people, but people kissing on a dance floor and and all that other stuff. (laughs) Can we talk about that? We can. Um, Personally. Okay. I'll go for it. Sorry. Listen, listen, I don't want your sweaty hair, head face on my hair. Okay. (laughs) Cause it stinks. I like my hair smelling good. No. Don't put your face, your head on my hair. I don't like it. 
And please understand as black women, we are not washing our hair every night after festivals. We got to stay with the same hair the whole weekend. So when you night after night are putting your stink melon heads on top of it, <laughs> you are affecting the entirety of our weekend. Well, Especially <laughs> doing it on a Friday night. Hey man, Jesse about to have Jesse. We need to make a shirt, bro. Cause yeah, no, that's a, that's all a the, trademark. All thing. the girls, that's that's a tribe. She got a tribe going. Get your melon, get your stank melon, and your dirty melon, and your fat melon. Yes, like, sweaty heavy melon. Sweaty heavy melon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotcha. No, okay, okay, okay. So whenever it, so whenever it comes to though, like, like. If people like making out on the dance floor, if they kissing on the dance floor, that's that's a, that's a bit. Uh, I that's a, that's a bit much, but hey, it's whatever. Y'all y'all do you. Yo, one time, one time, I was just like taking a picture of this couple, love just a group of people, and there was a couple kissing in the background, and then they contacted me like, "Yo, take that picture now." I'm like, "Okay, you were kissing in a public space, like you really can't get mad at me." Because his picture ended up on Facebook, you know, Man. like this is this kind of comes with the territory. If you chose to kiss, yep. at an yeah, yeah, this. You thought the dark corner was gonna save you, psych. <laughs> TMZ. You thought the dark corner was gonna save you, bro. Listen, no. understand that no place is safe because a picture of me from Amber's baby making set ended up on Facebook, much to my chagrin. <laughs> Listen, no mm. place is safe. I'll just say, dudes and girls, don't just try to kiss everybody that you dance with. Don't yeah. do that. Oh, don't you're talking about that. people talking, str- kissing strangers, like working up to kisses? Is that what I'm, not, I'm talking? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking. I'm talking about, hey, would you like to dance? Yes, I would like to dance. And now we dance for the first time, a second time, and it escalates. And now we like getting oh. in on the floor. That's so what you I'm talking even- about. You don't even know each other like that. This is just a, our faces find ourselves. Ah, okay. Mm. So I'll say I'll give two different perspectives. If I am just in the environment and it's happening around me, I don't care. Like as long as it doesn't get to like groping, like very clearly like sexual in interactions, like do what you want to do. I feel like it's do what you want to do. Yeah. Or me personally. Do not put your face near mine, like in that sort of intention. Like, I think face dancing's cute. If I know you, if I trust you, I've known you for a while. I like, I love having my face resting against somebody if you're not sweaty. But mm-hmm. if I've just met you, please don't. Like, unless we've had a conversation about this and there's clearly like a vocalized interest, because I feel like for me personally, I've been told that I'm a safe place to dance for a lot of people like I make a lot of people feel really good and really comfortable dancing with me and in that I know that sometimes can people can feel comfortable enough to feel like I'm inviting something else in um when really it's like I'm just really enjoying this dance you know I'm connecting Mm -hmm. with you as a friend so I would like for somebody to stop and like let's make sure we're on the same page about what this feeling is before we try and escalate it to the next level and I also think that the 90-10 rule is like the, the percentages should be even more in dance. It's like 50-50 to me. It's like if you feel this energy, don't go 100%. Yeah. Go 50% and see if this person goes 50% too. And if they do, then they'll reciprocate. And then, yeah. boom. Now, 
the whole other issue is doing, I mean, you got to understand where you're at. Some places don't really look highly. And by places, I mean, some events don't look highly upon like displays of affection like that on the dance floor, et cetera, et cetera. And like the rules of the event, et cetera. So you have to understand that for sure, which is a different conversation. But per- in pertaining to each individual person, like this person and this person, don't approach every dance like you just have the right to put your mouth up against somebody else's mouth because this is just how we dance in Brazilian Zouk. Like, no, that's not just how we dance in Brazilian Zouk. Don't do that. Cause it's not, some people don't want it. I I would go as far to say as a lot of people probably don't want that. And a lot of people probably don't want that from you. So one way to be safe, if you're unsure, I guess, because I could just say, just don't do it. But if you want to be safe, I guess go 50%. See if the other person goes the other 50%. If they don't, then back up. And also, if just because it's happened once doesn't mean it happens again. You know, like maybe you did share a moment with somebody at a previous festival. I would not approach them with the expectation that that's going to be the case again, like unless you've spoken about it. So you got to treat every instance of meeting somebody as like, let's start from ground zero. We got to work up to something. Oh, there's one more thing. Yeah. Because I remember face towels and extra shirts. Oh, yes. Carry them with you. Oh, sweaty dudes. Yeah. I'm a a sweaty dude. Yeah, I'm a a sweaty dude. So I carry carry toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, cologne. That's why my book bag, five pair of shirts and extra underwear if I need it. Mm-hmm. On the and, dance floor to the ballroom. Yeah, in my book bag, I carry all that extra shit with me, and I have a face towel, two of them, one small one, one big one, because depending on how hot the room is, I'm gonna need, I need yeah. extra. Like one, oh, usually one is always in my pocket with me, because sometimes you just gotta wipe your face real quick. Yeah. So wiping on the shirt ain't really, but wipe on the wipe your face with your face towel, put it away. That's it. Like, I, I think I remember somebody saying they got clowned on for having their face towel. I'm here saying, yo, keep your face towel. That is super important. People will thank you later because you're not out here bringing your sweaty yet. Or your melon head won't be <laughs> as sweaty. You can reduce the, sweaty, <laughs> the sweatiness. And then you can go back to dancing again. For sure. A hundred percent. If you be honest with yourself and if you know that you are a sweaty person by nature, come down to the dance floor with a towel, a shirt that you can change into throughout the night, especially if the event isn't in the same venue as the hotel. Like if the hotel and the dance floor are separate venues, come down to the ballroom from your room, from your hotel with a towel and a shirt. Because once again, a lot of people don't, like feeling all of your sweat all over them because that gets all over them and especially if you're drenched like a little sweat on your head but there's some people that just naturally sweat and their shirts are like drenched like they just got out the pool so be honest with yourself know yourself and you will be happy because your experience and then everybody else's experience will go better if you have a towel and change shirt and stuff like that yeah honestly I feel like it negatively impacts my dance experience like I have to also have multiple shirts per night not because I sweat but because it becomes drenched in other people's sweat and it smells like that I have locks and locks absorb a lot and so now I smell like 20 different guys sweat at the end of the night 
like in my hair. So take the time, do your hygiene. Like I don't even think people realize how much of a flex it is to have multiple outfits per night. Like I love being able to come down to the ballroom with multiple stunts per night. Mm. So go on ahead, take your outfit change moment and come back, come back down and flex. You know, it's beautiful. If, if the place is in the, if the venue and the hotel are the same place, you could leave the dance floor to go shower again. Don't worry. You the really could. The music will be back when you get there. There'll be people dancing. Everybody's not going to suddenly disperse because you you left. You're not missing out on anything. If no anything, FOMO. you're getting, you're gaining stuff because you get to shower, you get to decompress, you get to wipe all that nasty sweat from you and everyone you and they dance with. You get to be clean and then you get to go back and do your thing. Also, speaking of affecting somebody else's night, women, set your makeup, like put some setting spray on your face or don't wear makeup down to the dance floor where you're now staining everybody else's shirt. Like Please. it is so odd to see you guys. Like, and it's sad. It just, I feel like it discourages men from being wanting to wear like nice button ups because they go out with these really nice shirts and then there's red lipstick stains or there's blush stains or foundation all over their shirts. Like, I think that's just as discourteous. So, like, set your makeup with some setting spray. They sell the e.l.f. is, like, $10 at Walmart or whatever. Like, it's courteous. We stop at the, gl the glitter, too. I'm tired. Like, yeah, I'm tired of having <laughs> glitter across my face and body. Please stop it. It's not cute. It's not fun. <laughs> like, I got to clean myself up and and figure where, I, where the glitter is hiding. Like, it's yeah, annoying, it's so please. Well, and I know they're not going to do it, but hear, hear me. I had to get my truth out. Okay, so let's talk about one more aspect of mm. dance etiquette. So, like, you finished dancing. Dance is over. Um, you're still kind of hanging around. After the festival, how can you connect with people? How do you follow up with people? I feel like that's also somewhat a form of etiquette as well, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, if you've taken video of them, you know, try and find those people or credit them with the dance video that you're taking. That's a form of etiquette, you know, friending people on Facebook. If you had an experience with me, but you didn't introduce your name or maybe you did and I forgot it, like follow your friend request up with a, hey, I danced with you at this festival, you know, would love to stay friends with you because I get a lot of really random friend requests and it's hard for me to keep up with like who I actually danced with and met versus like who's just a random stranger on Facebook and you're less likely to get a, an acceptance on my friend request if you don't send me a follow-up as well. I think that's, I think that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, a very good important, a uh, very good important part of connecting with people after and don't be a creep. Yeah. Don't be a creep. Define that energy. Yeah. Uh, don't be a person who's giving off stalker energy. Like, don't yeah. be like, oh, man, we dance. And then, like, you are this, like, continually. Okay, I'll say it like this. Don't blow up somebody's inbox over and over and over and over and over and over again Yeah. after you met them at a festival. Have some sort of ability to read social cues. And mm -hmm. don't be like, like giving off stalker energy after you dance with somebody or after you meet them at a festival. Yeah. That's 100%. etiquette. 
whether it's friendship or like romantic, like allow things to build organically. Just because you had a very intense experience, like maybe you're around them for three days in a row and you feel like really familiar with them and, you know, you were super close, like the friendship still has to build the same way any other friendship would outside of dance. So allow time to happen, you know? What's the sum up? I think you just said it. Act like you got some home training when you leave your house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's really it. Like, yeah. Y'all can't be doing shit just to be doing shit. Don't be clean. It, yeah. Don't act brand new. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like so much of dance etiquette is common sense? But it, sh- it should be, just, but it's not common. Common sense ain't common. So it's like it's important. Like these kind of conversations, I understand are extremely important because whether you know it or not it's good to have reminders and it's good for you to be clear and understand but at the same time it's like in your brain you're like this should be common sense but common sense ain't common so we have these conversations to make sure that everybody is aware and understands like what are some things that they should be looking out for and understanding oh my gosh wait Here's some other things. Either steals or three-way dances or et cetera. Oh, there's so much we could talk about. Like hotel room etiquette. Like don't follow strangers up to their hotel room. Oh my gosh. If you see two girls dancing, it's not an invitation for you as a guy to jump in and just start dancing with them. Right. Like don't don't interrupt. Don't assume. Don't Y'all need to make side commentary like who in hollering and laughing just because you see two same gender people dancing back home. Right. There's just so much that I feel like is common sense for me that I've seen other people do. Like, be really careful. Don't assume that just because somebody comes up to your hotel room that it automatically is going to lead to something else. Like, that's so inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. We should totally do a part two of this. So, we're going to do a part two of this and have a home training episode. And I'm going to go ahead. Hey, that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to the Brazilian Zoo No Cap Podcast. From your host, Archie, Jamie L, Ifosa, Amber, and Jesse. Muito obrigado. And until next time, stay up.